Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We're in Luke chapter 11. Turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 11. Notice verse 32. And the men of Nineveh will rise up in judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. Jesus has sent his disciples out. John has said it, and Jesus himself has said it. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And the people would not repent. Have you ever wondered what the purpose of the book of Jonah was? You know, I, 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 you, know you just kind of assume, well, it's about, you know, obeying God. You know, don't get swallowed by a fish. You know, don't... don't cross God. You know, if God tells you to do something, do it. You know, that's kind of the, the message that we get. A professor of mine, Gary Brashears, asked us, he said, you know, what's the purpose of the book of Jonah? And, you know, there's a group of room full of pastors, you know, master's program, right? We're supposed to know things. And he says, well, what's the, book, what's the purpose of the book of Jonah? And so we speed out. You always know when Gary Brashears asks the question, don't answer. Let somebody else answer, because you're going to be wrong every time. And so you just kind of wait there, and, and, and he's like, it, finally, he, he, he clues us in. He says, the purpose of the book of Jonah is a witness against Israel. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying right here, right? That, that Israel was, had prophets and had people going to sages and judges and people saying, repent, turn. God wants to restore you. God wants to heal you. You know, don't go that way. There's going to be judgment. And years would go by and years would go by. And God would be patient, right? With the people of Israel. And finally judgment would come and they'd be carried off to, you know, Israel would be carried off to Assyria and, and Judah would be carried off to Babylon. And, you know, it was just a mess as they allowed themselves to be judged. And, and, and now they have Jesus. They have the Son of God who's telling them to repent, and they don't want to. What did it take for the people of Assyria? One guy with not even a positive message. 40 days in your toast. And they all repented in sackcloth and ashes. Not just that, even their cows repented. Did you know that? It says in Jonah chapter 3 verse 7, For he, the king, caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Some of them would be like, oh God. Others would be like, right? All of them are supposed to cry to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. So even their cows repented. They were so zealous in their repentance. And, and, And how much light did the queen of Sheba have? None. But she heard about Solomon and she traveled a very long way to find out for herself. How much light did the people of Nineveh have? None. They were in total darkness. But when that small spark 
of light came to them. They repented in sackcloth and ashes. That wasn't even one of the things that Jonah says, repent or this will happen. He just says it's going to happen. You know what Jonah said? And this is something we need to think about. When Jonah was angry that God didn't judge Nineveh, he went up on the hillside, remember, to see if God would toast them. He went to get a front row seat to the fire, fireworks show. And it didn't happen, and Jonah was mad. He was so angry. He wanted so bad to see these Ninevehs, Ninevites fry. And he said, I didn't want to come because I knew that you were gracious. I knew that you'd forgive them. Maybe that's why he left the forgiveness part out of the message. I don't know. But I have to ask my, myself the question, and I think we all need to ask this question, how much light do we have? How far am I willing to walk to get to that light? To open myself up to more light? We sang that song this morning, More of You. I just want more. Do we? Or to what degree do I go to... to to walk in darkness and to avoid the light? I think these are important questions that we ask ourselves, especially in the time that we live. Am I willing to walk in the light? Do I care? In verse 33, Jesus would say this, no one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. He says something very similar in, in the Beatitudes, or in the, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, rather, in Matthew chapter 5, where he says, let, you, let your light so shine that people will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And, and so this is what he's saying. He's saying that if we have the light, then we want it to shine out from us. We, we want that to, to, to give light to everyone around us. And there's no mystery what Jesus is saying here. The, the truth is obvious. So if there's a lack of understanding or a lack of seeing the obvious truth about Jesus, what is causing that? What is causing that for them? But again, what is it, what's causing that for us? In verse 34, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. But when your eye is bad your body is also full of darkness. And so Jesus, using this metaphor of physical eyesight, he's saying to the degree that you're, you can see, the more light you'll have, but to the degree that you have blindness. You know, we know in, in the physical world that some people can be blind and they can just live in total darkness all the time. Other people can be partially blind, maybe cataracts or something like that, or macular degeneration where the lights are kind of going out. And he's saying, hey, to the degree that you have this, now, of course, it's obvious that Jesus isn't talking about physical eyesight. He's talking about spiritual sight. And he's talking about those who are, are, are willing to let the light in, to let the light shine on them. And then notice in verse 35, he says, Therefore take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. And that's an interesting way to say it. Are you filled with a black light? <laughs> You know, that the light which is in you is not darkness. And, and that's the question we ask ourselves. Is the light that is in me darkness? Or is there the light of Jesus in me? Be warned, he's saying. Beware. Make sure that the light in you is not darkness. It's, it's an interesting metaphor. How do you tell if I'm walking in the light? How do I tell if I have light? 
Well, you know, I think it's the same as, as in, the, in the physical. You know, how fast do I walk through my house? I guess that depends on what time it is, right? It's the middle of the day. I can walk through my house at a pretty good clip. You know, to the most of our ability, we can make it through our house pretty quick. But if it's the middle of the night, it's a different story, isn't it? Just because we love our toes. We move slowly. We move slowly. And I think it's the same when it comes to our spiritual house. Do I hesitate to obey the Lord? Do I move slow when it comes to getting involved in the kingdom work? Am I allowing the light in, opening myself up to Jesus? Am I, am I doing those things that would let the light in? And, 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 and exposing those things that are darkness? You know, what does that mean? Well, for me, you know, I, I know that it's easy, and I, I don't know how you feel about this, but it is easy to slunk into darkness. And that is kind of the normal mode for every single person. That's where we came from. You know, and we can be out in the light for a while and really enjoying it, but, but then kind of move back over towards the darkness and find ourselves, you know, kind of blocking out the light. And is that where we want to live? That's the question. Are we allowing the light to come in? Are we allowing the light to permeate our being? Well, I know for me, if, if I'm going to walk in the light, that means I'm going to need to be in, in my Bible and getting drawing close to the Lord. I'm going to need to be in prayer, drawing close to the Lord. Not to know my Bible or to pray just because I'm praying, but, but to actually meet with the Lord and say, Lord, I need to know you more. We sing that song, I just want more. But we don't just sing the song, we actually do the things that give us more. For me, it's, it's shutting off some of those things that are letting the darkness in. You know, maybe, you know, it's shutting off Law and Order or shutting off, I don't know, what, what TV shows, that's the only one I know. I don't ever watch, I've never even seen an episode of that, but I, I, that's what just comes to mind. Shutting off those TV shows, for actually, be honest, what do I watch? It's for me, it's shutting off Tucker Carlson. At least four days a week. <laughs> seriously because i can get all worked up about the news i could watch you know i got a subscription to watch what is a woman and so now i have what daily wire and so now i have to shut off matt walsh and ben shapiro too because that first week i had that i was like well i got to use it i paid for it and so i binged a little bit where does that take me it takes me into darkness i mean yeah it's conservative news and a lot of it's wholesome and positive and good news and truth but it isn't Jesus and Jesus doesn't really have a political party I, I think Satan probably does but Jesus, you know, God doesn't have a political party Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.